Hello? Are we on the air? Welcome to the Beyond the Mind podcast, where we ask not what's in your head, but what your head is in. Prepare to be inspired. Inspired to change your environment, change your mindset, and ultimately change your life. Willpower doesn't work, people. If you truly want to move away from stress and anxiety, you have to start with your environment. With your environment. So let's go. Let's apply some positive change into your world. Happiness is loading. Is loading. Welcome to the Beyond the Mind podcast. Hello and welcome. My name is Ian Highfield and I am the host of the Beyond the Mind podcast. Willpower does not work, people, if you truly want to make positive change in your life, you're going to have to go beyond the mind and make changes to your environment. How are we going to do that today? How are we going to spread some positivity into our environment? Well, we're going to look at the power of the positive reframe. Yes, the positive reframe very, very, very important right now uh, with what the world is going through. Um, But rather than me chirp on about this and and get lost in my own words, I want to communicate this initially, uh, as you know I like to do on this podcast, through a story. So I heard this story from a gentleman called Sean Foley. Uh, Sean Foley is one of Tiger Woods' ex-golf coaches you do not get to coach Tiger Woods unless you are awesome. Uh, and one of Sean's um, skills is effective communication. So this is how the story that I heard from Sean Foley goes. There was a boy and a father. And the father owned a stable. And this stable had one horse in it. The father got up one morning, he was going to go and he was going to walk the horse and the horse wasn't there, it had ran away. The boy comes up to the dad and the dad turns to the boy and says, oh look, the horse has ran away. And the young boy says, wow, this is terrible, we've lost our only horse. And the father turns to him and says, hey, we don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. They go to bed, they get up the next day. Lo and behold, the horse has come back and it's brought another horse with it. And the young boy is like, dad, 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 he's so excited. Look, look, we now have two horses. The father stands back and he looks wisely at the horses and he looks wisely at the boy. And he says, you know, son, we don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. As the day passes, the father says, hey, can you take the new horse out for a ride? Son says, yeah, no problem jumps onto the horse and the horse bucks, throws the boy into the air, the boy lands on the floor, breaks his leg, has to go to hospital. And the boy is all angry and frustrated, looking at his dad and says, dad, dad, this is, this is terrible. I'm not gonna get to go on the school trip tomorrow that I was so looking forward to. Dad turns to the boy, gathers his thoughts, takes a deep breath and says, son, I don't think we know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. 
The next day, the boy's in his hospital bed. He's all sad. Uh, he's got his leg in a cast. Um, and he sees the bus, the school bus, drive past his window. And off it goes to take all the other students from the school onto this school trip that he'd been looking forward to for such a long time. And the boy looked extremely miserable. And his dad took his hand by the side of his bed and said, Son, don't be sad. We don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. On the way back from the school trip, unfortunately there was a mudslide and the school bus got caught up in it. The school bus slid down a cliff and all the students and teachers that were on that bus unfortunately perished. When the son found this out, he was obviously extremely distraught and extremely sad. But he stood back, he remembered his dad's words and he thought about falling off the horse, the horse running away, having this broken leg and how it had potentially spared his life. And then he concluded to himself, in life, we never really know if something is a good thing or a bad thing. So that story was uh, told to me by Sean Foley, tells it to a lot of his golfers um, enduring around when they're playing badly. Uh, is it a good thing or is it a bad thing? You don't know. You don't know what it's going to lead to. And I think that story relates um, very highly to something that I was taught on one of my courses called the positive reframe. So ultimately, the positive reframe is taking an event that could be perceived as negative and reframing it in a positive way. It sounds very simple, but a lot of the clients I work with, they ask me, well, what about this situation? Or what about that situation? Ian, how can I, how can I reframe this? And, you know, it, it's there for you to have the ability to do this. And I often look back on my journey. Um, failed collegiate rugby player, fired from my pharmaceutical job, uh, no direction, working in the corporate world, wasn't really enjoying my, my profession or my life. And all of those situations, failing to be good at rugby, getting fired from my pharmaceutical job, not having the direction that I needed, they all led, all those what could be perceived as negative events, they all helped me and led to me actually getting my dream job. They actually led to me becoming the director of performance at an academy in the USA, which was incredible for me. Then I land this dream job and the owners and the investors, I felt oppressed by them, almost bullied at times. I felt slandered by some of the coaches and teachers that I worked with all very, very, very negative things to go through at that time. But what arose from them eventually was positives. So if I could go back in time in those events while I was going through them and I was perceiving them as negative, I can now look at them and say, well, actually, they led to positives. And I can do that um, with retrospect or with hindsight, but what about if I had the skill to do that in that moment? Again, I lost my business um, because my investor pulled out, didn't want to put any money, more, more money in, he closed it down. 
left me with debts, all things that I could have seen negatively. But actually, I'd evolved the skill as positive reframe. And I began, even in that moment when it was a struggle, I began to see it as opportunity. Um, and for the last few months after going through those events, my business has done extremely well. Until, until now, and until the global pandemic known as COVID-19 or the coronavirus has struck and my revenue has completely dried up. And I remember, I remember when this started to happen, panicking and running around, okay, I'm going to lose $3,000 here, I'm going to lose five here, I'm going to lose six here, I'm going to lose this client, this client can't fly, oh, what am I going to do? This is all bad news, bad news, bad news, bad news. And you know, I stopped, I took a breath, and I started to make positive reframes. Well, actually, the fact that I can't go and work, it's going to help me launch a podcast. The fact that I can't go and work, it's going to help me invest more time in yoga practices. My body's gonna actually be able to function better. The fact that I can't go and work is gonna give me more time to do some digital stuff online. And then actually I started to go beyond that. The fact that I can't work, when I do get back to work, man, I'm gonna be extremely grateful for every day that I get. The fact that I'm gonna lose X amount of revenue over the next few months, actually, to give me this chance to be grateful, to see the world as a different place, it's potentially worth that amount of money. My life, for this short-term sacrifice, my life and my mindset are gonna be better coming out the back of this pandemic. There's the positive reframe. So early on when I failed at rugby, when I got fired from my pharmaceutical job, when I ended up in the corporate world with no direction, I didn't really know how to do this. But over time, I've spent... Uh, time practicing this, working with successful people and creating positive reframes. And it's actually helped me a lot during the coronavirus. Within a day or two, I very quickly became to terms with, okay, this is what I'm going to miss out on, but this is the opportunity that this presents. And not just opportunity for me personally to evolve my business, but opportunity for the world to be a better place. So, on a macro scale, agreed, this is awful. I don't want to play down this pandemic. Unfortunately, people are dying. The economy is suffering. People are losing their jobs. But I can't control that. I can control what's in my environment and what's in my mind. I have no idea what Donald Trump and his office are going to do next. None. And to be honest, I don't even know if Donald Trump has any idea what he's going to say next or what he's going to do next. It, it's complete chaos and low direction and, and seems to me like no structure. But that's a political thing. We're not, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what we can control. So when we don't know what the leaders are going to do, we don't know what the economy is going to do, but we know what we can do. We can help create a positive environment to have a positive impact on our mind. Now, remember people, willpower does not work. So if you want to engage in positive reframing and spread positive change, 
You're going to have to do it through your environment. So in true beyond the mind style, we're not just going to talk about this and say, hey, see things as positive, see things as positive, see things as positive. This is a skill that you have to evolve. And this is something that you're going to need to put into your environment if it's going to have that lasting impact on your mindset. So the first thing I want you to do, I want you to write down an event, an event that could be perceived as negative. So I used the coronavirus. The coronavirus, no doubt, has huge negative connotations. But I wrote that event down on the left side of my paper, and then on the right side of my paper, I put a plus sign, an RF, for positive reframe. So I've got coronavirus written down, and then I'm going to write down the positive reframe. The positive reframe for me is, number one, I am going to be more grateful coming out of this for the money that I receive and for the freedom that I have. I am absolutely going to feel more gratitude every day. The second positive for me coming out of this is that it's given me more time to understand and educate myself on things that I've always wanted to do, like building a podcast, like digital marketing, uh, like online courses, and it's given me an opportunity to get that side of my business up and running. So I've been presented with personal opportunity and I've been presented with an energy of gratefulness and thankfulness once this uh, crisis passes that I am going to maintain for the rest of my life. Are those two things worth the short-term financial sacrifice that I have made? Absolutely. They will absolutely be worth the short-term sacrifices financially um, and um, freedom-wise that I have made. So I'm excited that I am going to be a better person at coming out of this pandemic. So there we go. Coronavirus was the perceived negative event. The positive reframe for me that I have written down is that I'm going to be more grateful coming off the back of this and it's presented me with an opportunity to do things that I wouldn't normally do. That's the first thing you're going to do. And it doesn't have to be for the coronavirus. I've done this many times. I've done this when I went through um, breakups um, with partners. Uh, I've done this for when I lost my business, what opportunities it presents. It's all about you and how you choose to see things. So the first way we're going to do this, you're going to journal these things down. When a negative event happens that is in your mind, you're going to journal it down and you're going to write what the possible positive reframe could be. The second thing you're going to do to inject this into your environment is you're going to speak to people differently. When someone says to you, oh, this event is so awful. I can't believe this happened. Man, this is the negative thing. This is the negative thing. You're going to stop and you're going to ask them a closed question. Hey, that's, that's great information. But do you believe there's anything positive that could come out of this? And that's a closed question. It requires a yes or a no answer. Do you believe that there is anything positive that could come out of this coronavirus? 
Do you believe there is anything positive that could happen from X event, insert your, your own event that you're discussing with this person? And that requires a yes or a no answer. And if they say no, you don't believe anything, nothing at all positive could come out of this. Absolutely not one thing. And the goal is to get them to say yes. Because there, that then changes the environment, changes the direction of the, of the conversation. And if you can pace and lead them to say yes with some good closed questioning, as soon as they say, well, yes, there might be one thing, the skill for you then is say, oh, that's interesting that you believe that. Please tell me more. What do you potentially think the positive could be? Oh, that's interesting. Tell me more. Do you think that could lead to any more positives? Oh, wow. What would those positives do for you? What do you think those positives could do for society? Oh, this is amazing. What this does, it changes our environment because it stops us getting sucked into negative conversations. It stops that rat race of one person complains, someone else jumps in, and off we go on this negative cycle, negative cycle. So, <clears throat> excuse me, there we have it. That is how we can inject some positivity into your world through the power of positive reframing. But you can't just keep this in your mind. Remember, people, willpower does not work. If you're going to create positive change, you have to make changes to your environment. And the way that we're going to utilize the power of the positive reframe is through journaling. You will write down the event that you perceive as negative and you will write down what positives could come from this, what opportunities could potentially stem from this further down the line. Begin to train your brain through writing and journaling to think different patterns, positive patterns. So that's the first change to the environment. The second change to the environment, conversation. Break those negative conversations Ask a closed question. Get them to agree that there is maybe a 0.001% chance of something positive coming from this. And then go into open questioning. That's interesting. Please tell me more. Wow, that's great that you believe that. So positive. Pace and lead this individual and your environment to be positively driven um, through conversation. Not get on that negative habit loop hamster wheel that so many of us get trapped on guys this has been the beyond the mind podcast i'm ian highfield i hope i have helped you create positive change through making changes to your environment that will ultimately change your mindset change your life and lead to the goal that we should all be striving for happiness and as part of my mission to create positive change, help you become happier, help you help others become happier, book your free 30-minute power call with me. We can talk positive reframes. We can talk goal setting. We can talk whatever it is that you need to have some positive change injected into your environment, into your mindset, and ultimately your life. That's ianhighfield.com, ianhighfield.com 
for a free, yes, a free 30-minute power call with me. Thanks, everyone. Keep listening. Keep going beyond your mind. Have an amazingly positive day. You've just taken a step forward to making a positive change in your life. That's right. You're one step closer to leaving frustration, stress, and anxiety behind. This was the Beyond the Mind podcast. Let's apply some positive change into your world. Into your world.